Hey, and welcome to the Pop Podcast. I know, I know, it's been a while since our last chat, so there's heaps to catch up on. Mainly the CrossFit Open. I did it, most of you guys did it, so it's time to debrief. The best part was Riz was watching it all play out from the sidelines and almost had me spiralling with her advice on what's next. So, brace yourselves. As always, this episode is brought to you by True Coach, the official coaching app of the Points of Performance podcast. I'm sitting on the floor because I am so sore. My legs feel like the lactic acid is just, it's a feeling that I've never felt before, I can honestly say. Like, <laughs> did you see me in that set of Bulgarian split squats where I had to drop the dumbbells? I'm like, bro, these are so light and I cannot physically finish this set. I honestly was laughing a little bit on the inside. <laughs> because it's hilarious. you're doing this to me, but it's like, it's really hard to change change my mentality you know like in in my head I all like we're females and we use 15 kilo dumbbells and you use those and that's the rx weight but like today I did the first set with 10 and I was like I'm not going to be able to hold this I did the second set with (laughs) seven for half the set and then dropped them and did them body weight and then the last one I was just like fuck it I'm just gonna have to do body weight and then you still came over and moved my position and I couldn't finish the set yeah like it's a little bit of an eye-opener and I think that's sometimes like where you can get trapped in CrossFit is it's like 15 kilos is the RX weight. Uh, not when you're doing Bulgarian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, this is episode 18. Yeah. And how did we get here? Anyone who listens to this episode, like back to back from the last one, it's like two different people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think also we've just had heaps going on. Mm. You came back from America I got married, Um, we've had the Open, which we're going to kind of dissect and talk about today. So yeah, we've just, I think it's been a bit of a whirlwind and- Lots of life. Lots of life stuff going on. Um, But we did have the Open and now I did not participate in the Open. You did one workout. Yeah, for funsies. (laughs) And of course I chose the one that was not suited to me at all and I don't know why I did that but well that second workout I think floored a lot of people myself included because it's just like we don't train that stuff like I'm really good at strict pull-ups oh I'm good at strict pull-ups I'm really good but I'm good at strict pull-ups I'm good at kipping pull-ups but I never do burpee like sometimes I do burpee pull-ups but not always you know like not in that high volume and so you're kind of like working out yeah that was yeah, that week was weird. Um, I feel like it's hard because you, this is, you know, the old faithful story about CrossFit is that we have so many things that we have to be really good at mm. all of the time and a lot of things get deprioritized. Yeah. You know, pushed down to the bottom. I feel like shuttle runs is always one of them. Uh, <laughs> I This is what everyone, when I walked in the gym, everyone's like, oh, you're going to love this because you love running. No, I think anyone who loves running hates shuttle runs because you can't get into a rhythm. Mm. Like you judge me, you, everyone, everyone's like, you know, just get into your, there is no way you can get into a rhythm where you have to turn around every fucking five meters. To be fair though, you looked very, very relaxed. I was and- dying on the inside. I was like, and <laughs> you were dying. I'm sorry. I looked at Jordan and she was parallel to the floor. <laughs> she was like bent over it's- and you were like, 
you just look so relaxed and calm, even though you felt like you were yeah. dying on the outside. You looked very held together. Well, I will say that's why I'm, I'm sh- like, you know, we'll dissect it, but I'm very proud of how I executed three of the four. Actually, no, I'm, I'm proud of how I executed all four. Yeah. But that one, especially like, you know, how everyone's like, you know, at seven minutes, you're going to look up. I think someone yelled at me 90 seconds to go. And I was like, oh no, I've run out of time. Mm. Like, cause I thought I'd kind of set a goal for myself. But then when I think you probably saw the one rep that I did that wasn't a kipping pull up mm. and I just like jumped into it and I was like, I can't go any faster right now. I've yeah. literally paced this perfectly mm. in that like I've gone as I've, I've kept the same pace the whole time. And then when I was like, okay, now we put on the floor. I'm like, I don't have any floor to give. I've mm. floored for 13 and a half minutes yeah. or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to have to stay here, stay here right till the buzzer. But when that finished, I was like, I literally, and when I was like ordering you to put my shoes on, I couldn't even move my arms. So <laughs> what I think I was good at, I said to someone like, it's the first year I've actually done this. No amount of, like you see your score at the end, whether it's what you thought you were going to get or not going to get. Every single time I was like, oh, that's that's where I'm at. Mm. And it wasn't like no amount of, even though you talked to me off a cliff the one week that I did leaderboard and I almost <laughs> wanted to end it all. But <laughs> like then I, I looked at that and I was like, I actually can't, no amount of willing myself to get a better score is going to get a better score. Yeah. Like, and that's the first year I've been able to look at that as opposed to being like, oh, blah, blah, got one more rep. Like, I think, you know, when Jordan messaged me and she's like, I beat you by one rep in the first workout. At first I was like, oh, you bitch. But then I was also like, cool, you're one rep better than me because like I literally couldn't have done better than that. Yeah. I couldn't have. Um, And so that was week one and I was like, oh, cool. Week two, I was like, when it first came out and I was like, oh, there's the lift. That's going to suck. I wasn't like, oh, I, you know, I prepared myself and I was like, oh, this isn't going to be my week. But I, yeah, spiraled after I saw how much the lift like plummeted me down the leaderboard and almost quit halfway through the open. But like also, even though I didn't like it, I was like, that's the best thruster I've got right now. And I wasn't like, oh, you know, maybe I should do it again or maybe I should just try and get one more rep. And in hindsight, maybe I should have, but I'm kind of glad that I didn't. I was about to say the one thing I'm very proud that you did was you, that you did not repeat the workouts. None of them, yeah. I think you came in and you gave 100%. Mm. And this is, if anybody follows me on social media, I've done a post about this, but this is the one thing that I talk about all of the time. There are only a few instances in which you should repeat a workout that's one you fucking blew it out the ass like you absolutely fucked up like you went like a hundred percent way too hard on the first two minutes and you just died in the Mm. ass or you strategically made a really big flaw whether that was like the way that you set yourself up or whatever it was um and you're like i lost so much time doing it that way yeah and you can visibly see that when you watch the video back. Or if you are one place or two places or a handful of places out of qualifying for the next stage, yeah. whether that's quarterfinals or whether that is like, you know, doing quarterfinals and qualifying for semifinals. Yeah. At no point should you repeat the workout because you're like, 
I think I could go harder. But I actually think like I because know, you always think that. Yeah, you always think that afterwards. Yeah, you always think, oh, I could go fucking harder. And then do you know what happens? You do it and you fucking die, and you're like, why did I do that to myself? Yeah, I knew that I like you only have a certain amount of fucks to give, mm. and I gave more when I when I came in. So I probably could have done one or two again and gotten one more rep, or mm. but it wasn't worth it. And like ultimately, if you see it this is the way I approached it this year. It's like, this is training to execute. Like that, it was a way of training myself to execute. Like if you mm. go to a local competition, you can't be like, oh, I'm going to do it again. Yeah. It doesn't like, you work can't. like that. You and, don't get to semis and be like, oh, I know better now. Let me try again. Yeah. But like, I remember as well, like there were a couple of things in the first week that I was like, oh, maybe I could, I've got my very first rep of the wall balls. I got an air ball. Like, that never happens. And I was like, you know, so you can see those little things that you could have fixed. But how often do you do something stupid at a competition? Yeah. And it's like. You just have to keep going. Yeah. You have and to it's, water off a duck's back, keep going, do what you can. And I think this is the other thing that is hard to separate yourself from. It's like, I, maybe I could have got one more rep. Is that one rep? going to move you a hundred places up the leaderboard? Yeah. Like, no. is it going to move you two places? Are you in week three? Are you in week two and it doesn't fucking matter? Yeah. The, the, those are the other things to like look at. It's like, yeah, again, if it was week three and you wanted to like, it was your goal to be top hundred or something and yeah. you wanted those, you were 102 and you want whatever, then okay, repeat the workout. But by all means, definitely don't repeat week one yeah. for the sake of getting one or two extra reps. Yeah. Because what that ends up doing is it then puts out your whole following week. And then you're fucked. Yeah. And I felt like as well, my training was really good during yeah, the open. Yeah, you were very consistent. Yeah, so it didn't really make much of a difference. And like standing on this side of the open, I'm so grateful for what I went through because like I wasted so much mental energy worrying. Like week two, you guys were all like, don't worry. Like I, for people who don't know, I dropped out of quarterfinals contention on the second week. And in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, like maybe this isn't where I'm at. Like I thought I'm getting pretty good mm. and I'm like ranked a thousandth in the region and I was like I fully spiralled. And I don't want to say like I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, at the time I was like this doesn't reflect where I am but it kind of does and that's why like we'll get to it in a sec of why I've like kind of reframed my thinking of how I'm going to train for a little while because it's like – Yes, you can say it's not a full rounded test, blah, 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 blah. And if, you know, everything came up, like what we're doing at Ducks at the moment, how we're testing all these different mm. things, like that's a full rounded test mm. where there's like eight workouts and all these different things. Mm. Like I think we hold on so tightly to the open. And again, in that post that you put up, you were like, don't, don't let these three weeks or the open or even the quarterfinals dictate where you're at because – Again, the perfect example, right? I think I'm a way more capable athlete mm. than where I was this time last year. Mm. This time last year, I'm like not exactly the number, but I finished the Open in the top 200 in Oceania. Mm. This year, I was the top 800 mm. because they were completely different tests. That's what I mean. And it's completely different tests. But I also feel like this test was much more well-rounded. And unfortunately, so strength is my biggest weakness, but it's always going to come up. And so it's not like, you know, I always say, oh, blah, blah, so crap at 
you know, that movement. Why don't they work on their weakness? Like I've always been really good at like navigating, okay, I'm not very good at this. Like I'm not very good at bar muscle up. So I just work on them and work on them and work on until they're no longer a weakness. And I think I've always worked, yeah, I've been working on strength and work, you know, trying to do stuff. But it's like when I saw this fully well-rounded test, like if I think if you took that lift out, the Mm. thruster, it probably would have been in the top 200. Probably. That's a massive gap. And like, yeah, while I have worked on like strength and it was a big improvement, like 55 kilos on the thruster is not enough. It's not even close to being enough because there's so many people who are so strong. Mm. And it's like when you take a step back from it and, you know, I can now say this a couple of weeks over and I've had my little spiral and gotten over it. I'm like, (laughs) no one cares about the Open anymore. The quarterfinals have come and gone and like even unfortunately if you did well even in the quarterfinals but you didn't make it to the next level like no one cares because we've moved on Mm. and it's like the next thing so how you respond to that is the only thing that you can I think what you said there where it's like and what I spoke about where it's like the open and the quarterfinals while yes it ranks you across Australia it doesn't determine your intention or what you like your energy that you've put into training like it doesn't take away from any of those things yeah and it's like I said unless you have a repeatable test so it's like every time you test your back squat yeah we're testing the same thing yeah so we can tell very systematically how or whether we're getting better or worse yeah with the CrossFit Open, it changes. And that is part of CrossFit. Do not get me wrong. That's a whole thing, you know, unknown, unknowable, yeah. whatever. Like that is a whole and it's about being prepared and being ready. But that's also what makes it really, really hard because, again, CrossFit is a game of averages. Yeah, It's about being good across the board and not being great at anything in particular or not being bad at anything in particular. And that takes a lot of time yeah. and a lot of energy and a lot of years to – actually get to that point where you're pretty good across the board Mm. right yep and all the open should be for most people is a point of reflection it is a point where you can go i'm going to do these tests see what comes up as something that is a weakness for me and once i know i can then go back to the drawing board and reassess for the next year yeah and then each year you just try to chip away at those weaknesses and get a bit better a bit better a bit better a bit better to think that like you have to hit a certain number on that leaderboard or like you just you're setting yourself up for failure yeah and that's the sad thing right because again what I said to Greg at the gym today I like totally mean I'm so proud of how I executed Mm. but unfortunately where I landed on the leaderboard wasn't a reflection of that and I let the leaderboard get to me Mm. it's like I think the only reason I'm okay about it now is because I've forgotten about it. Yeah. <laughs> but like I it really struggled, like especially in the – or even where I ranked in the gym. I was like I didn't think that that was a fair but, – but it is because it is – that's the test. And that's – and so like you said, if the Open is a metric every year, I can definitely use it and I feel like I probably already am mm. of like taking what do you need to learn – the hard thing is I had this conversation with Luke last night. It's like, what your goal? And I'm like, what your goal? I can't even speak <laughs> English now. What is your goal? Um, I'm like, I don't even know now because the it's not now to aim for next year's Open. It's just like to be constantly better. Mm. And so, again, I don't think you need to use them, even though it is a good test annually. It's like 
it's a good test, but yeah. it's a good test to find what your weaknesses are. It's not a good test to reflect uh, to be um, an indication of whether you've gotten better or not. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it like I always used to think of the open as something that is going to show me what I'm the weakest at. Yeah, at not that what point I'm, in time. Not what I've improved on or anything like that. Like, sure, I'm gonna. I did the war balls and I got better. You know, I got better at war balls. Yeah, it didn't even come up in the fucking test. Yeah, that's what I mean. My muscle ups. I didn't get to do my muscle ups. <laughs> is that a reflection of like your training over the last no. year? No, you. Are, uh, what I was about to say as well is one of the things that you have done over the last year has been commit to improving your gymnastics yeah because that was something that let you down yeah and so now you have spent the last year committing to improving your gymnastics and i mean to be fair in that first workout which had the most gymnastics you did really well yeah you did awesome yeah so that is a reflection of your progress that you've made in the last year yeah but now we have you have a similar thing where last year and the previous years before that your strength was a big determining factor as to something that was letting you down. Unfortunately, strength doesn't come as quickly as just most other things. And it takes a lot of time and a lot of energy mm-hmm. to build strength and good movement patterns and all of that. Yep. And so you have been doing that, but now I think it is like your glaring issue yeah. right we cannot hide from it anymore yeah I think I but in saying that I've always been like yeah I'm working on strength but I do like an eight-week back squat program where I still do six metcons a week you know I I still and listen some people will argue that that's crossfit and you have to be able to train under fatigue mm. but I'm telling you right now developing pure strength where you are not training under fatigue is going to shine through far more in any of your workouts than if you constantly train at a capacity of 70%. Yeah. Yep. And unfortunately again that's not a concept that a lot of crossfitters focus on because that means that they have to let go of doing metcons. It's really hard it's really hard because I'm like now, even the other day at the gym, I was like watching everyone else who was just like selling their souls. Mm. And I'm like, what if I can't do that anymore? Like, what if I lose the ability to be able to do I'm that? I'm here to tell you that you can. <laughs> you know, but I, the hard reason why, like, it's hard for me to let go is that was all I had to when mm. I first came. I've never been the strongest and I never will be the strongest, but it's like, what I had was the ability, like I was fit. Yeah. And so it's like letting go of the one thing that you had is really hard. But do you know what? It's it's going to be there when yeah. you come back. Yeah. And this is the conversation we had this morning about, it's like knowing I've had two knee surgeries, I've had a broken rib, right now I've got a fucked wrist. And it's like, I know what I can come back from. Mm. And so taking six weeks off to do a strength yeah. program. I know I'm going to come back from that. It's going to suck for the first couple of weeks, yep. but I'll be fine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so like even like being able to put yourself in that realistic place where it's like I literally did 12 weeks of like fucking bodybuilding and bodyweight squats. And guess what? I can back squat 120 kilos without thinking about it now. I yeah. came back. It yep. comes back. It doesn't just disappear. You don't just go – from being able to do all of these things to having to take a little bit of time off, whether yep. that's for a different type of training, programming style, going on a holiday, whatever. Yeah. Coming back, it'll suck for a couple of weeks, 
It'll suck for a couple weeks, but then you'll be fine. Yeah. And I'm taking the same attitude. So when I decided to like when I was super tiny and like, again, it was exactly the same time frame. It was right after the open, I think two, three years ago. And I made a decision that, so my birthday's in October and Luke was like, you need to make drastic changes. He's like, just try it. Just try it until your birthday. And if you hate it, you can always go back to the way that you were doing that didn't work (laughs) as well. So it's like you have that option. And so that's the same way I'm approaching this next phase of training. It's like, and now I never look back. I'm like, oh, I wish I had done it sooner. And I'm so I'm, I'm like fighting the urge to like do a sneaky Metcon or add more volume in because I'm like, oh, just trust this until your birthday or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I doubt like I, the rational part of my brain is like, because I feel like I have two, like half a brain of, you know, mm-hmm. rational thought. You do. Yeah. And then this <laughs> one's crazy emotional, person. One's logical. And so the emotional person's like, oh my gosh, look at everyone getting so good at CrossFit. Oh, like, you know, you're going to be left behind and, um, you know, everything, you being able to string together four muscle ups, like you're going to lose all of that. Mm. Yes, you might get a little bit stronger, but you'll still never, not, won't be strong enough. And, but you'll lose the things that you are good at. So then you'll just be mediocre. But then the rational part of my brain is like, every time you've listened to people who've been there and done it before and told you to make what feels like a drastic change is so great. Mm. And like, for me, there were parts in the open too where I saw that like, how much confidence I walked up to that 43 kilo snatch. I was just like, I'm just about to do 12 of these like it's nothing because Mm. it's not anything anymore. Two years ago, I couldn't even snatch that. And so I know if I make these changes now, it it will be worth it. Mm. But it's really hard to retrain my brain. Like even I'm feeling like it's it's hard because like we're only a week in. Mm. Or we probably should like take a step back, like the conversations that we had. I'll throw this over to you, mm. but about two weeks before the quarterfinals, so I did qualify, not as like swimmingly as I'd hoped, but like, you know, with plenty of places mm. and you and Liam were like, hey, I'm just going to throw out there, even though you fussed all about making it, I don't think you should do the quarterfinals. Why did you, what so was that your I approach? guess the, it's, it's like my opinion is that the quarterfinal for you it's only going to tell you exactly what the open told you. And that's that you need to work on your strength and to continue. What's the, what's the definition of an insanity? (laughs) Continuing to do something like, even though you know the outcome. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 So it's like, that is insane. Yeah. (laughs) It's insane. Yeah. And so it's like, and also because you are emotionally invested and you do care and you do want to do well, it's just like setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. You're going to go in and you're not going to be happy with what you did. And that's okay. We don't need to do five workouts and put you through that torture to know that. Yeah. And so I think in my head, what's more important is instead of losing a month of training really hard mm. and working on the things that we do need to work on or fix and doing the quarterfinals, only to come to the same conclusion, which is that we need to work on your strength. We just start working on your strength now and we don't do the quarterfinals because that doesn't define you or anything you've done or how hard you've trained or worked in the last year. Yeah. So I feel like at the end of the day, it's, 
we're trying to take you out of your emotional break brain. Sorry, I just choked brain and put you into your logical brain and actually think about what's good for future Brit instead of what's good for Brit's emotional state right now. Sitting here and talking about this, I'm like, oh, so wise. But when you first said it, I was like, they just don't want me to succeed. (laughs) They just don't want me to have fun. And it's just because they're not doing it that they don't want me. But I actually, how long was it? Like a couple of days. Mm. For me, the thing that made me make the decision though was when you were like, hey, I've got one more thing to add. Mm. And you were like, show yourself that you want to take it seriously. Mm. And every other year, like I definitely don't think I haven't worked on it. It's not like I, you know, it's the ring muscle up that I, you know, I'm just like, I'm just not going to do anything. Like I'm not that bad, but I also think I've been like, oh, well I can make up for it. Like I'll, you know, I'll work on strength and I'll do my 12 week program. You ticked the box. Exactly. But I'm going to keep, you know, I'm going to keep doing my CrossFit because that's the thing that I'm good at. Mm. Um, But you were like, make sure, like, don't do it for me. Don't do it for Liam. Because I was saying to Luke, my husband, I was like, I want to show them that I'm serious. Mm. And then you were like, don't do it for us. Like, do it for you. Mm. Do it to show yourself that you're going to take it seriously. And it's like, you can have this piece of cake now and it will taste really yummy. Or you can literally have cake forever and Mm. you never have to. You can have it if you want or you can not have it and it doesn't matter. Like, whatever. Like, you just, you're the maker of the fucking cake. Like, you know, and you can, you have all the ingredients. So it's kind of like, oh, yeah. And, And then since I did make that decision, like, I'll be at last minute and probably then aid into uh, like all of that great training time. But it's like made the switch and that I thought it was going to be a lot harder to distance myself from it, but it actually wasn't. It was kind of like I, it was probably a silver lining that um, it was my niece's birthday. And so I could then, I I reaped rewards immediately from not doing it. Like I got to spend time with my family, got to do great programming that week and, it got to the Thursday where we'd started the strength programming and by Thursday I was so fucked that I wouldn't have been able to do it on Friday anyway. So I was like, the decision's already made for me. I can't like be like, jokes, signing <laughs> up, here I go. Like I couldn't have physically done it. Um, but it's also now like today it's easier to turn up to training because it's like, well, you sacrificed that last mm. weekend. So it's like, let's keep doing it. So yeah. I think it is really helpful because anytime I want to like – you know, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just do a sneaky thing. It's kind of like, well, no, you've already made sacrifices. So like, don't let your previous self down. Mm. And it's like, if I just go back, we should have just fucking done the quarterfinals then and been able to do it. But also what was great, the very first workout, when I first looked at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love that workout. I had like handstand walking and I don't know what else was in it. Chest facing handstand pushups, all these things that I've worked on this year. And I'm like, oh, then I looked at the weights on the barbell mm. And that first workout, I didn't even know if I would have been able to clean it. And so, like, I would have been stopped at the very first thing. It doesn't matter that I can do everything else in that workout and crush the back half. I, I can't you do You can't even thing. get to it. And then there was also the 83 kilo cleaning jerk, and I know that's not going to happen, mm. you know. So it's kind of like, well, if you want to play, again, you've got to be able to do all of those things. Mm. And ever since making that decision too, it's kind of like, yeah, when you both said like, what's your goal? I don't even know anymore. And so it's like holding on so tightly to this thing of the open because that's what everyone else around you cares about. Mm. It's like, do I actually care? Or am I just a really competitive person who Mm. wants to compete and always wants to win? Mm. So it's like, I think it will be really good doing this new program to open myself into a new form of training Mm. and not necessarily going super hard all the time, but it's like reassessing. Mm. So like I think there will, there'll be a lot of people out there who like look at the Open or look at the quarterfinals this year 
and be like, oh, this is what I need to work on. But it's like, I would encourage people. Like, I'm still a bit shook by Luke being like, what's your goal? Mm. And I couldn't answer it. Well, I did answer. And it wasn't what you thought it was. Yeah, I thought it would be like, oh, to do really good in the open next year. It was like, I want to get stronger. I want to get like all my hormones back on track because of the intensity that I've been training at lately. My period's not regular. So Mm. like, that's a problem. So work that out. And another thing which really surprised me, I was like, I want to look great because mm. I'm we're having a wedding at the yeah. end of the year. And I didn't think that that was a priority for me, but I was like, well, it Turns came before it CrossFit. Yeah. Um, I think performance will always be a goal for me only because... But that's the getting stronger. Yeah. That's, that's what you're putting your performance energy into this period of time is yep. the getting stronger part. Yeah. And I think what your... I don't want to put words into your mouth, but what your goal seems to be this year is to do really well in training, but also to have perspective on where it lands in life. Mm. And I think for so many of us who are in this position, we're not professional athletes. Like I don't think many people who listen to this podcast are going to tour in, or, which is like the next level. But the you know that that's, that's also not a professional athlete. A professional athlete is someone who is paid yeah. money to train mm-hmm. they get an income from performing at a certain level yeah. in a sport that's almost no one in crossfit it's crazy it's yeah. so crazy and it's like people then are like oh but if you don't do it then nobody ever gets it for sure i understand that if you want to get to a certain level that you do have to commit a certain amount but m- most of us have jobs yeah most of us have children and yeah. most of us have relationships and, you know, work and everything. Like it, there are so many things outside of that that you have to take into consideration. And the best performing athletes are the ones that are able to have balance. And it's not always going to look like balance 24, seven, seven mm. days a week, every day of the year. There are going to be periods of time where you have to make sacrifice. Yeah. There are going to be periods of time where you have to fucking knuckle down. You don't get to go out. You don't get to go drinking with your friends. You don't get to eat off your meal plan. You have to sleep eight hours a week, a hundred percent. But then there's also reprieve from that at some point because no one can live their life like that 24, seven, seven days a week, 365 days a year, especially if you aren't getting paid. Yeah. Like that's what's crazy about it. That's what's crazy about it. There will there might be a small period of time where you can perform like that. I guarantee it ends in burnout. Yeah. I guarantee. Or you not fucking want to do the sport anymore. Yeah. And that's worse. That's worse than any of the other outcomes. Because it's a hobby. And the more and more, like in the last eight months, I've gone back to putting my job first. And I would argue I'm better at CrossFit than I've ever been. Because it's, it's because like... Because it takes the pressure off. Yeah. And it's like you you come in, you do it, and some days it sucks and you suck. You actually suck. Mm. Um, but that's okay because then you go to your job, which you're going to crush. Yeah. <laughs> or not crush, but like whatever. And it's the thing not, is, a, not the be-all and end-all. And if you don't have that, it's like, of course, then training is just going to make you fucking depressed. Yeah. Because that's all you've got and that's what all you – and I've had this conversation with Matt and this is a conversation I've had with myself because I've done the same thing and – Like you said, Mm. it comes back to how I'm trying to approach my life this year. It's 
if I don't, and it's something that I have said to the guys that are high performing athletes that I work with, like the guys that have gotten to nationals for weightlifting and stuff like that. If you do not have something outside of training that is non-training related, the amount of time and energy and effort you have to put into training, Mm. if that is your only determining factor of whether you are successful in your day or you are unsuccessful, you are going to fucking not make it. You're not going to make it through. And having, I'm like, I don't care if you go to the fucking beach on a Wednesday and just lay down in the sun, have something that isn't related to the gym to give you that sense of fulfillment that is outside of what you're training. And it's like, oh, Mac, chewing his feet. Sorry. (laughs) Um, The other thing is that I'm trying to focus on is everything I'm doing is for betterment of my future. Mm. not to satisfy how I feel right now because what I want to do right now is snatch fucking 75 and 80 kilos. And what I want to do right now is back squat 115 kilos. And what I want to do right now is be fucking doing Metcons twice a week or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't do any of those things because I have issues that I need to work on correcting. And so I need to focus on what I'm doing right now being at the betterment of my future and not just to satisfy my immediate need for a successful training day or a successful day in my life. Yeah. And I've never been happier. Yeah. Well, like even today, like, you know, when we're training, right. Mm. And you were snatching and you're like, I need to fix this. And then you'd miss a lift. You'd look back on it Mm. and you'd try and fix it. Mm. It's like, just be present in what you're actually doing. Yeah. And this sounds really silly, but I'm like, isn't that training? Yeah. Like for the, you know, sacrificing, being able to, although, or, or even like when we're practicing the muscle ups, mm. like it's frustrating. I want to like string three together, mm. but I'm like trying to change something about what I'm doing. And it's like, well, it's not really fun right now no. because I'm not like doing it in the middle of a Metcon where, you know, it's like three, two, one. I'm yeah. like doing it with yeah. three people beside me and yeah. I feel awesome and I'm sweaty and it's great. But you know, in 12 months time or two years or whatever, when I'm like just fucking stringing them together, like those things will pay off. Mm. And that's what I'm getting from you at the moment in terms of like my training. She's like, just focus on what's right in front of you. Or even what you said today where you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do on Friday. Or like, you're not checking the programming four days in advance. You're like just present on what you're doing right here, right now. Mm. And you're not planning ahead because like that's mental energy that you're wasting. But also I'm going to train on Friday. It doesn't matter what it is. Like it's coming anyway. I'm do I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. So like, what am I going to do? Spend the whole week looking at it, feeling fucking shitty about something? Like, no. I just want to focus my energy on what I can do right now, and I want to do the best for me, so it sets me up to be better in the future. Yeah. I am willing to make sacrifices on my ego, on you know maybe like a sense of f- fulfillment out of my training session, and do what's right for me right now, mm. and if I could give anything to anybody, it would be that. Yeah. Um, what would be your, cause you witnessed the like quarterfinals and, and the open from afar. Like what would be the advice? You obviously like really great in giving advice to me and like quite, mm. you know, sometimes didn't want to hear an advice, which is hopefully going to pay off. <laughs> it's like, I still got this little anger inside my belly. It's like, it will pay off if you want it to. Yeah. And 
I actually thought I'd be madder at you <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> like, you didn't let me do it. Um, but again, I think it's because I had stuff outside of the gym. And it's just like, as well, we both just started doing pottery. Mm. Imagine if like when we go on the wheel and like something doesn't work out, but you've put all of your eggs in that basket yeah. that day. And it just doesn't work out, not because you're crap, but it's just like you're trying something new. Oh, just wasted you know, a hundred bucks or what, like, but what, like if you put it in perspective like that, it's like, what a loser, yeah. you know, like actually we wouldn't behave like that. No. So why are we behaving over after, over something that's a hobby? Even mm. like you talk about your professional, well, not your professional, but like your athletes who compete at nationals, mm. it always goes back to that thing. Like if you're not getting paid for it, like you can't, there's no reason why you should treat your friends or family like shit just because you had a tra- shit training day. Yeah. It's like, that's little things. Or even like I was telling you, so my sister was so great. She knew that like, obviously it took a lot for me, like not to do the quarterfinals and to fly down and see. But when she was like, Oh, thank you so much for cho- cho- not uh, like for choosing my daughter's birthday over, <laughs> over CrossFit. And when she said it like that, like I love my niece so much. And I'm like, of course I would choose that. Yeah. But when someone says it out loud, you're like, oh, my, oh God, my gosh. I'm a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit. But I always want to be that person who it's like, I'm willing to make sacrifices to get good. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. But you don't need to sacrifice your fucking one-year-old's niece's birthday. Because for the rest of time, like, I'm not saying that if you don't go to someone's birthday, it's like, it's like the end of the world. But also, like, I want to be, I want... You know, she's going to see photos of that and like, you know, when she's 13 and we're like the best of friends because I'm <laughs> definitely determined for that to be the case. It's like... Cool, Arnie Brit. Yeah, that's what I'm aiming for. But, you know, would I have been like, oh, but you know what I did that weekend instead? I came 350th in the Oceana and the quarterfinals. <laughs> you know, like... I know. And listen to... So- I, we say, I say all these things and to some people that is... Uh, you know, a compromise they're willing to make. I think I'm just trying to be more honest with myself on the ones yeah. that I'm willing to make. And I'm sure you're trying to do the same thing for yourself. And like I said, I'm looking at like... But also it's really hard to come 350th in the quarterfinals in the Oceana. So anyone who did... Like it's not that it's It's not bad. It's a bad feat. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's not to take away from that. It's just... I'll be there next year, hopefully. You know, like it's... But yeah, there comes times when it's like you you might need to make sacrifices or even like on Wednesday I wanted to make this appointment to the bridal shop and they only had one time and I was like oh that's when I'd normally train oh that's fine like you know and I wouldn't have made that decision two weeks ago I would have been like oh no I just I won't go to the bridal appointment I'll just train yeah why so that you potentially miss out on the dream dress or whatever but yeah that's not really that's the story for another time but like yeah just not always the thing is though on Wednesday you're not working exactly exactly and right. i can train another time exactly and it's like same thing like you came in and trained with me at a time that you wouldn't train today oh i tell you what was weird i went to my okay? groceries first and like i had a morning to myself which is so weird because normally training's the first thing i do in the day because you know mentally i start the day right it's like that's bullshit like mm-hmm. you can actually break so i think that like that's one of my goals for this year to just be more flexible mm-hmm. and like you know i went and spent three days at home in sydney and like like you said you would have been out trained last night, but you're like, you would have been fine if you had to just skip that session too. Yeah. Like it wouldn't have mattered. It's not, it's weak. It's fuck you're fucking doing tempo squats at 40%. Like, you know, it's right now. It's like, it's not, and I'm not saying fucking skip your training sessions every week. That's not what I'm saying, but mm. a one in a, like a one in probably a 300. Yeah. Because you 
you had a big weekend and yeah. you fucking went down and you saw your family, like that's okay. For sure, you doing it, also okay. Mm. That's okay. You coming home and prioritizing that training session is fine. Yeah. But knowing that either way, it's not that big of a deal is like what is the most important thing. Yeah. And again, like I talk and there are probably people that will disagree with me because to be a professional athlete, you have to sacrifice a certain amount, but it's just like, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying, but Brit right now is a year away from the open. Yeah. So one training session right now isn't going to impact you, but maybe, you know, when you're three months out, yeah. Maybe we'd be a little bit more diligent with not missing training sessions. Yeah. It's putting it the whole We also need to remember our audience too. Like Mal O'Brien isn't coming to us being like, What what should I do? You yeah. know, it's ninety percent of people who are like either at our level mm. who are kind of like, I think we probably need a lesson from you, like as you know, we sit at this table and I'm the athlete and you're the coach here, like a lesson from you about like taking a chill pill. Mm. And I think there's like a, a lot of people from where we're at in life, like kind of, you know, serious professionals or like people who are making major life decisions, like that we need a little bit of perspective on mm. training and that it's a hobby and something that we take really seriously. But yeah, sometimes we can take a little bit of a chill pill. Mm. And yeah, like, and I think there's also people who are like, people who are just starting CrossFit too, who might've like done the open. It was their first open. And now they've seen all of these things that they want to work on. And they're feeling like the pressure and it's like a lot. And it's just like, you just have to yeah, chill for a sec, you know? But it's like you said to me, like you just asked before, like what would I recommend for most people? And this is probably, I think this is actually contrary to what, Contrary, contrary. Yeah. What's that word? Is that to say right? Or yeah. contradictory? Yeah. Yeah. To what CrossFit actually says, they have like a hierarchy of like what is important. Oh right? uh, yeah. Movement wise, and I think like the first one's like I don't know body weight, cardiovascular. Fitness I'm gonna find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you pull it up? Yeah. Um, and they've got this hierarchy, and the I think it's like one of the last things that they have is. Oh, yeah, here it is. So nutrition is the bottom one, but that's definitely right. Metabolic conditioning is the big one. Mm. Then above that is gymnastics. Then above that is weightlifting and throwing. Strength. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? Throw anything? I was like, should we start? Are we throwing stuff now? (laughs) Okay, chill. Shop it. Should we shop it? Should we go and play shop it? And then sports, the top one. Specific. Oh, okay, so, so specific, like so touch, yeah. Football. Well, like if I'm if I'm gonna do CrossFit, then doing CrossFit workouts would be the last thing that oh. I would w- worry about, right? But nutrition for sure, yeah. number one thing. Obviously, always making sure that's on point. This bit here is where I disagree. I actually think that the next most important thing should be strength, because without strength, you can't do metabolic conditioning. Yeah. You cannot do gymnastic movements to think that I can do gymnastics without strength. Like that just, that makes no fucking sense. Well, what about last week when the best example was how I was working on my handstand heaps last year. Mm. And then when I came back and was like, oh crap, the open's coming. Just got to do a crossfit all the time. Every now and then I'd throw in some handstands and I sucked balls. I was like, what? I've lost it. Like I've fully lost the position. Mm. 
literally three days. I was like, oh, I've got to spare 20 minutes. Like I'm just going to do some handstands. It kicked up and it was like, I held it for like 30 seconds and I'm like, what? I got him back. I don't think it was a coincidence that like, no, I just finished a, a session where it wasn't heavy. Like I just snatched and focused on my position for an hour and a half. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's like where your body is in space. Mm. And like, again, I don't think it's a coincidence that when started things started to click with timing and body positioning of my bar muscle ups was when I was doing a weightlifting program. Yeah. Like I think weightlifting and gymnastics really go hand in hand. Yeah. And. But like. I can't do a strict pull-up if I don't have the strength to do I think a strict that, pull-up. I thought that was the sentence. Like no. I can't, I'm like, yes, you can. You're like, what? Let's do one right now. You can do a strict pull-up. <laughs> we need to prove this theory. <laughs> no. So, but I can't perform a strict pull-up if I don't have any strength. Yeah. To think that, oh, because I've done metabolic conditioning, that Go means my... run and yeah. then do a pull-up. And I get that they mean like periodically you work on like body weight movements and stuff like that. But to me, that's strength building. Mm. I have to build strength within a position in order to perform a certain movement. Yeah. That's what strength building is to me. So to, I, I think when you look at when people are like, what should I work on? To me, the thing that takes the longest mm. is strength. So start working on it now. Yeah. Improve your strength across the board in everything. So strict pull-ups, strict handstand push-ups, back squatting, front squatting, push press, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Develop your strength in isolation with those movements and then you go into more of a sport specific training like foundation yeah or like you go into a more slightly more gymnastic move. i've spoken about this before is when the program that i was doing he andrew berridge he, uh, shout out to andrew the way that he cycled our training program was the best and is like the foundation for like everything that i believe to be like appropriate for developing CrossFit athletes. And it's that when we would do the open, so you complete the open, you either make regionals, if you go to regionals, like you've obviously got sports training, you do regionals, let's say you come out of regionals, right? You go straight into a six to 12 week strength block Mm. or a six to 12 week hypertrophy block into a strength block, into a specific weightlifting block, into weightlifting gymnastics that's me and then into (laughs) like and then you build your conditioning you know two three months out and then you go into the open yeah you do all of that work in one year i don't just do crossfit year round i'm not trying to be like and this is where people get confused and sometimes like it's hard they're like oh you just need to do crossfit every day no you don't not yeah. when you're trying to be the best yeah not when you're trying to get to an elite level or uh, it's fine if you if you want to do the class and remain fit that's the it's great it's the best way yeah. to maintain general health and fitness yeah a hundred percent couldn't agree more but if you're looking at performance and becoming an actual crossfit athlete it could not be more detrimental to your progress and Again, it's just something that CrossFitters don't want to hear. You, what? You, mm. you don't want me to do Metcons? Ever, but uh, uh, how? Yeah, I tuned out five uh, minutes uh, ago. Uh, yeah, <laughs> literally, right? Yeah. And I just, I credit a lot of the way that he programmed to the reason why I got so good so quickly. Yeah. I have to, because like, it just made sense. It made sense. Yeah. It makes sense. And to think that, 
you get to a certain level and you don't need to do those things is, is like, oh, like I'm good enough now. No, no, no. It's even more important Yeah. because you have to maintain that level of strength or you have to get stronger or you have to get better at your ring muscle-ups or whatever it is. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. The more high up you get, the more important it is. And conditioning, oh, you just, conditioning's like, it's like fucking drinking water. It's like, oh, I'm going to be fine. I can do that. No problems. Yeah. It'll suck. Like I said, it'll suck for the first couple of weeks when you come back into it. Yeah. But, but I'm going to make you lit- do it with me. <laughs> but getting on the rower yeah. is literally, literally of all the things I'm worried about, the least thing that is stressing me out right now. I can always get on a rower. I can always do a burpee. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I cannot always snatch 80 kilos. Yeah. That's actually a really good way to put it. And th- these are like, and I, I have these conversations with everyone all of the time. And again, this open came up and to me, I feel like was one of the most well-rounded opens and the most opening open we've had in a very few, like a very, like, um, in the last probably five years. And everyone got buried. Yeah. Everyone got buried by either the level of gymnastics or the barbell. Mm. And it is the defining factor. Do you know what was not the defining factor? The 40 war balls you had to do in that first fucking workout. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's so true. Yeah. It's like, oh, your ability to hold on to the toaster bar? Okay, you suck at that and you're doing threes. Well, that's going to be fucking hard, yeah. right? It is It is not those things. And, and then people will be like, oh, you know, I just need more time to – no. It is not necessarily about the time that you have been doing CrossFit mm. because – and for sure, again, there are some people that are genetically more athletic than other people. I get that. But like with a good training program and a good mindset and good environment, like you can get good at things pretty quickly. Yeah. Or it's even like now that the stage that I'm at in CrossFit, four years ago, I was like, I can't, I can't, mm. I can't. Well, you know what? I can't, I can't, yeah. you can and so it's like if you take that same approach, like in the back of my mind, I've always been like, but I'll never be able to clean 80 kilos, but I'll never be able to do that. And this open, I was like, you know what? I actually think you could if you try, if you actually try and do that. Mm. And so that's what I'm going to try and do. But also we all feel that way. Yeah. I was like, I'm never going to be able to jerk 100 kilos. And then I did it one random fucking afternoon in my garage at home alone. Yeah. Because I just fucking went for it. Mm. And it's like, I also have done all of the training for it. I have put in the time. And I, another thing that I'm trying to recognize is that I'm, I don't want to devalue all of the effort that I put in. Yeah. By walking up to a barbell and being like, you can't fucking do this. Yeah. Like, no. I fucking, I'm doing all of the right things. Like I said, I'm doing everything right for my future. So when I do walk up to that fucking barbell next time, I'm not even going to second guess it because I've done everything that I can fucking do to prove that that is not an issue for me. Yeah. You know what stuck with me a couple of, probably a couple of months ago now, you're like train like the athlete you are, but not the athlete you were. And that's, that was with me through the whole. Train like the athlete you want to be. Yeah. Oh, actually that's even better. But you know, it's like, oh, uh, this used to bury me, but it doesn't anymore. Mm. So let's go. Let's fucking go. Yeah. You know? And so 
Stop thinking about 49 kilo bread in the gym trying yeah. to prove herself and start thinking about who you are right now and what is important and what do you need to focus on. Yeah. And that's why like I kind of hope that this time next year or maybe in three opens time or like God knows where I'll be in three years time. I might have three kids. I don't know. But I doubt um, it. Please don't. Yeah. Do that I, like, I doubt it. <laughs> punch him out like that. But, you know, if I continue on the current trajectory, it's like in a year's time, it's like you'll have the confidence of being like, it's not like the difference between me doing or not doing the quarterfinals last weekend is really going to matter. But it's like all those little wins for yourself being like, I chose to get strong and I'm like choosing to put this work in mm. and like, I can use that as evidence in the bank of like, nah, or what, what does Liam say? He's like, you're a weightlifter now. Like you, or you, you know, train like a weightlifter mm. because that's, that's what you, what that's what you're, you're focusing on. Yeah. That's what, that's you're what you do for on. the next six months or, mm. and yeah, it'll be good. You know how I always set the deadline of like, by my birthday, by my birthday. So we'll do a podcast in October and see if like. It's probably the next time we'll get to yeah, a podcast actually, yeah. at fucking right where we're going. It's so bad. <laughs> but I mean, I think it's because we're choosing life outside of like. Yeah. I mean, we wish that we could fucking do these podcasts every week oh. and prioritize it. I mean, if I go back to work four days a week, which if anyone from work is listening to this, I'm not planning on it right now. <laughs> but it's like you, you don't have enough hours in the day for everything no, you want to do. No. So, you know, we are going to promise to try and bring you guys episodes as much as we possibly can. But yeah. also, yeah, it's just unfortunately this is what we do on the side. Yeah. And um, we're just trying to make the most of it so you guys have some good stuff to listen to. And maybe what we should do, like um, I'm just throwing you under the bus here, but you have like you're now programming for me and I have like Mm. a friend who and a coach who can be like this is what I'm going to do. But like if there's anyone out there who wants us to kind of discuss their position, like maybe DM us on the points of performance Instagram and be like, Hey, this is where I finished in the open. This is what I want. Like, here's my story. Mm. Which, what would be the recommendation that you would have for this person? Because yeah. I like, I'm just one person. There might be someone out there who's like, there might be I'm- someone out there that can fucking back squat 150 kilos. And they're like, but I couldn't do a toaster bar. And that's exactly. obviously that's puts them in a different position. Right. And they're the people that fucked me up on the thruster. <laughs> like you strong girls who just came out. And, but- or it's like burpees suck. And it's like, whoa, have you been prioritizing back squats for the last three years and not doing burpees? That's probably why. Yeah. And it's trying to have, again, like life, like everything else, a balanced approach to what you do. If you go too sports specific for too long, yeah. you lose that. You lose that ability to actually be able to continue to develop across the board. Maybe it's like, you know, when the internet first came out when we were younger and there was that thing called Ask Jeeves before Google to be like, ask Riz, just type it in and be like, I suck at this, but I want to be good at this. Help. Yeah. I'm more than happy to help anybody that needs a little bit of insight if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed by, you know, how you performed or what happened in even the quarterfinals. Um, I think the main thing to remember always though is just be nice to yourself. Mm. You're doing really fucking good and you're trying really hard and you cannot discredit all of your hard work because you didn't get an outcome that you wanted. Um, you just have to go back to the drawing board and yeah. start again. If you listened to like two girls who just like fitness for like an hour, you're pretty keen. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're into this. So yeah. Um, but you know, uh, as per usual guys, we'd try and get this up as soon as possible and, then yeah if you have any questions you can hit us up at the points of performance podcast and thanks that's it we'll catch you on the next one